What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Public Speaker Podcast. We're doing a speech analysis today, and today's speech analysis is called God a Meeting, Take a Walk by Neil Leffer Mercant. I definitely said that wrong, um, so forgive me for that. Uh, this was the TED Talk. So this was a pretty interesting talk, nothing super, super fancy, just a three-minute TED Talk. Um, key takeaway from this is the introduction and how uh, the public speaker creates a statistic that has relevancy to the audience and then uh, simultaneously implicates the audience into caring about the statistic that they mention. So there's a sort of a dual functionality here. The statistic has relevance to the message that the speaker is going to be trying to bring up and make, along with the audience feeling that they should care about the statistic, hence they should care about the message because they're both uh, internally linked together. Um, so I overall like the speech. It was a short talk, but nonetheless it was a good talk. So let's get into the analysis. What you're doing right now, at this very moment, is killing you. More than cars or the internet, or even that little mobile device we keep talking about, the technology you're using the most almost every day is this, your tush. Nowadays, people are sitting 9.3 hours a day, which is more than we're sleeping at 7.7 hours. Sitting is so incredibly prevalent. Okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit about this introduction. Um, I think there's a couple of good parts about this. One is that uh, she sets up this problem in the beginning of the speech, which is that what you're doing right now is killing you. And everyone automatically, you're, you're captivated because you're like, all right, let me know. What am I doing that's killing me, right? Am I on my phone? Am I this? Am I that? And then she takes it completely left field and says, no, you're sitting. Your tush is actually what is killing you. And obviously, the rest of the speech is probably going to go into like more details about that. But that is a fantastic way to captivate an audience because it already implicates the audience, right? Which is one of the first things you want to do is figure out a way to get the audience to feel as if they are part of the speech, feel as if they're part of the potential problem or solution that the speaker is trying to communicate. And then give them a little bit of a twist, a little bit of a turn and answer the question that you've implicated them in, but answer it in a unique and creative way. And this is definitely unique and creative. The second thing is that she brings up a statistic. So after uh, hooking the audience by making them feel as if they're part of the speech, she now brings in a statistic that validates the argument that she's making, which is really important because this gives a little bit of uh, ethos and validity to her claims about sitting down on your tush is potentially killing you. And obviously the rest of the speech will probably go from there. But awesome hook and really good introduction. We don't even question how much we're doing it. And because everyone else is doing it, it doesn't even occur to us that it's not okay. In that way, sitting has become the smoking of our generation. And of course there's health consequences to this, scary ones besides the waste. Uh, things like breast cancer and colon cancer are directly tied to our lack of physical inactivity. 10% in fact, on both of those. 6% for heart disease, 7% for type 2 diabetes, which is what my father died of. Now any of those stats should convince each of us to get off our death more, but if you're anything like me, it won't. What did get me moving was a social interaction. Someone invited me to a meeting, but couldn't manage to fit me into a regular sort of conference room meeting and said, I have to walk my dogs tomorrow. Could you come then? Seemed kind of odd to do. And actually that first meeting, I remember thinking, I have to be the one to ask the next question because I knew I was going to huff and puff during this conversation. And yet I've taken that idea and made it my own. So instead of going to coffee meetings or fluorescent lit conference room meetings, I asked people to go on a walking meeting to the tune of 20 to 30 miles a week. It's changed my life. 
Cool. So this is where the speaker is bringing up the personal experience that is going to be the ultimate message of the speech. Essentially, they're trying to make the argument that um, w because of the reasons for why sitting is bad for you, uh, they have put themselves in situations in which they could walk and also be productive by resolving the problem of sitting, but also resolving the problem of being productive and doing whatever they have to do, in this case, having meetings. Um, so a really interesting personal experience that transitioned from the hook about your tush being something that can kill you um, into a larger message about what you can potentially do. So let's see where the speech goes from here. But before that, what actually happened was, I used to think about it as you could take care of your health or you could take care of obligations. And one always came at the cost of the other. So now, several hundred of these walking meetings later, I've learned a few things. First, there's this amazing thing about actually getting out of the box that leads to out of the box thinking. Whether it's nature or the exercise itself, it certainly works. And second, and probably the more reflective one, is just about how much each of us can hold problems in opposition when they're really not that way. And if we're gonna solve problems and look at the world really differently, whether it's in governance or business or environmental issues, job creation, maybe we can think about how to reframe those problems as having both things be true. Because it was when that happened with this walk and talk idea that things became doable and sustainable and viable. So I started this talk talking about the tush, so I'll end with the bottom line, which is um, walk and talk. Walk the talk. You'll be surprised at how fresh air drives fresh thinking. And in the way that you do, you'll bring into your life an entirely new set of ideas. Thank you. Okay, um, I really like the ending to that. So walk and talk and walk the talk. Uh, walk the talk is a uh, expression, it's an idiom. I, I believe that's the right figurative terminology for that. Uh, but essentially it means that if you're going to say something, also do it, right? Don't just... Uh, speak things, make sure your action reflects that. So when she's saying walk and talk, that's solving the original problem about uh, sitting down and the statistics about that, but then she's saying walk the talk, which, is, which means that when you're walking, you're gonna have more fresh air, you're gonna have more confidence, you're gonna have more perspectives versus being stuck in some boardroom conference to try to be able to do new things in your life, but be in a position in which you're not able to do that, especially because you're sitting down most of your life and that is already killing you, as she stated above. Um, so I thought the ending of this was pretty good. It uh, wasn't like a super fancy public speech, wasn't moving around, wasn't doing a lot of hand movements, nothing like that. Again, some of these speeches that I review are much more shorter, so the speaker doesn't have as much time to incorporate a lot of the technical elements, but nonetheless, the content of the speech is still pretty good, um, and the message is unique as well. So main thing to take away from this is the beginning, how she hooked the audience. I think this was fantastic. Definitely try to implement that. If you want to bring up a statistic or example, if you can find a way to have an internal link from that to implicating the audience and combining them, then that can become an awesome hook. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for watching. Leave a speech in the comments you like me review, and I'll see you on the next episode of Speech Analysis. Bye.